Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. Woo, Tully Louise, we are back. We are back in Melbourne, Australia, and we are back. It's December. It's December. It's 2023 is flown. It actually has and I feel like every time someone says that or I think it I'm like oh my god I sound like my mother Mm. the older you get the quicker time flies it's wild but yeah we're back in December and it's nearly a new year and what do we do generally at the end of a year we reflect and this episode you've got Sarah and I and we're reflecting on 23 things that we learned in 2023 Mm -hmm. this year has been a roller coaster ride not I don't think bad roller coaster. I don't think we've had anything or like there's been a few things that have been like scary, but a roller coaster in growth, change. I mean next year's gonna be even more change, <laughs> but growth, change and amazing like work opportunities as well. I I think for me personally, I would say the the year was like a huge growth. Mm-hmm. Um exactly what you said. I had a lot of curveballs where I was a lot stronger than I thought I knew I could be. Yeah. Um, so I'm really proud of myself about that. But I think that's the one thing, me being such a control freak, I think I really realised that everything is out of your control except for one thing. And so it's more about how you react mm-hmm. or I should say respond to things that happen and around you and um, – if you're trying to control things, something else is going on. Yeah, absolutely. And it's nearly been one full year of your therapy journey. Yeah. No, it ha- it's not. No, I mean like one, it's been over a year, yeah. but like one full entire yep. year of 2023. Twice a week. So, yeah. So mm-hmm. congratulations. That's Thank amazing. You. you stuck to it. That's actually kind of one of my 2023 things of like not sticking to things. But that's an amazing commitment. Oh, don't get me wrong, like there's been times where I'm like, oh, could I give it up? And then I'll have a session and I'm just like, wow, like mm. how good I feel now after having it, why would I want to stop doing this? Yeah, and it's probably helped you in those, as you said before, you've had a few curveballs in your life. Oh, my God, even like in the last week when we were in LA, I was like, oh, thank God we've got therapy yeah. and you jumped on a session with us. did jump on a session. We had a joint group session. We did, but I feel like – um yeah, if you hadn't have gone through those therapy and stuff, you probably would have acted a lot different in those curveballs or reacted, like you said, a lot different. Oh, 100%. <clears throat> like, e.g., when we flooded my house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you you were like, oh, my God, I'm actually shook of how you're responding. Yeah. Because it was like, yeah, you were, like, so calm. But I was like, you know, it's happened. Like, can't do anything. We just have to mop it up but and see it. what happens. Yeah. You did take that quite well. I think old Sarah would have probably reacted 
blamed me, your mum, <laughs> fucking <laughs> everyone, anyone. Knew, yeah, because I said to you, I said, fuck, you took that conversation with your mum quite well because I would have probably blamed her. Not your mum, but if the I was in the position, mm. I probably would have reacted. But, um, yeah, there's been some, like, amazing, amazing times this year, personal career. Um, and, yeah, we kind of want to reflect on the 23 things we learned and then maybe we'll do another episode where we reflect on each year of the month because I don't think we have time today. But, for example, June, who would have thought we would be interviewing Michael what? fucking Bublé? I know, right? Like, and then August, I found out I was pregnant. Like, there's so many. July was our birthdays and we went to Bali. Yes. There were so many highlights each month that I think it's really important um, to, and we got this from our dear friend Morgan Riddle, who we just caught up with in LA and she'll be on a podcast again in January yeah. um, when she comes out for the tennis. But where she was telling us, and this is what I want to do in the next like few weeks, is she wrote down every single, and she did a YouTube video actually about it. Uh, she wrote down every single month and then under each month she did a highlight or her career, what well, was career, personal and like growth or something. And she did all her little highlights of mm-hmm. each month. Um, and I was like, oh, that's actually really, really great idea to reflect on each month because even when I was doing it to write down the 23 things I was going through each month and I'm like hey what did I learn in January oh yeah this happened Hmm. what I learned in February oh yeah this happened what happened in March oh I had a friendship breakup I learned this so I think it's really important to go back and really reflect on each month I think it is too because as humans we get stuck in being pulled to the negative always yeah. and gratitude. Or what's next. And exactly. And that's one of my things is about looking too far into the future. But because we naturally gravitate to negativity, it takes like a daily practice like gratitude, like slowing down to pull you back. Mm-hmm. And as you would say, like gratitude, the vibration, when when you're coming from a place of gratitude, Good things, things happen. happen. So true. And it is a daily practice. It really is. And then that's why we all do the little gratitude diaries and our little like before we go to bed. It's like so important and um, I think it's good to reflect of the year. But should we get started? Yes. Oh my God, sorry. I've got one of those sticky oh things on the God. back of my phone. Um, so do you want to go first or I'll go first? So we're literally going to go taking turns and we're going to explain why we learned that lesson, was it a situation, and then just a little chit-chat about that. Um, So number one, Mm -hmm. I'll go, I can't keep New Year's resolutions. So I, every year, I will do a New Year's resolution. One of my resolutions was I really wanted to read every night. If that was one page, five pages, I was like, I really want to like grow in, not like personal development because I do really like reading all types of books but I was just like I feel like when you read I don't know just you wanted to switch switch off off. yeah Yeah. and I did really well for like a month and then I obviously something happened and didn't do it one night and then I lost momentum I cannot keep new year's resolutions and that's the thing that when you uh, you told me that one before I was like blah 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 don't tell me because I have all these thoughts about um this and your other ones that you'll tell me, but it, it's consistency. Whether yeah. it's like, don't try and read. 10 but what's page. the difference between consistency and momentum? That's my question. Well, it depends. What what it, is the difference? I actually don't know. That's what I'm asking. I don't think there is much of a difference. But if you're not consistent, I think consistency builds momentum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So you yeah. have to build up some kind of base of consistency, whether it's reading one page a day yeah. 
to build up the momentum and the momentum's that com- compounding effect mm-hmm. then. But I lost all consistency and all momentum on reading. I enjoyed it for a little bit and mm-hmm. maybe I've wrong read, wrong, chose the wrong book, but I lost that in my New Year's resolutions. I'm not mad about it. Like I think reading is one of those hobbies. We talk reading as a hobby. Yeah. I think reading is one of those hobbies that, and we often talk about it, Morgan was talking about it recently, where you can – get in a groove of reading all the time and then once you jump off that train, it's hard to get back in. Do you know, is it one of those things that we're like, oh, we know reading's really good for us and then when you stop, it's kind of like, yeah, the momentum's gone but it's like, oh, a little bit, not self-shame that, maybe a little bit Mm. too intense but you you beat yourself up because you know you're not doing something of value. Maybe. I don't know. To your day. Yeah. I don't know. I also think it's like depends on what book you're reading. Like yeah. some books I really enjoy and cannot put them down. Um, the fo- their Atomic Habits I bought when we went to Queensland. Yeah. And I smashed like half the book in two days and I haven't picked it up yeah. since. So I do think that's got something to do with it. But that was my number one 23 uh, lessons I've learned in 2023. What's mm. your second one? Uh, I learned that certain emotions can't coexist at the same time. So Say stress and fun can't coexist at mm-hmm. the same time. What was your example of that? Um, like what happened in 2023 when, that you well, learned that? When I'm stressed, say like with work and things like that, I'm so consumed by it that I, I'm i not having fun. I'm not enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And so you lose that joy when you're stressed. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they can't coexist at the same time. You're either stressed or you're joyful. Mm-hmm. And it's finding those things in your day that bring you joy or things that, you know, reduce your stress Mm -hmm. to try and build up more of the positive emotion that you want. Did you learn that only through being stressed in work or was there life, personal situations that you felt that? Um, I would say work this year because like… I think halfway through the year, I said to you, one of our mottos has to be, um, we've just got to have more fun. Yeah, I feel like the first half of the year, you were taking work, I'm not going to say way too serious. Too seriously. Controlling and seriously, maybe. Like there were some things that came up for us. I'm like, Sarah, you just have to be patient. Whereas I think you lost a lot of patience with getting frustrated and then that was kind of getting that stress levels up. Yeah. Where… You just kind of got to be like things will happen when they happen. Yes, you have to push things sometimes, but I think at the first half of the year you were like very controlling in that part of your life. And that's one of my things. It's like one of my things was slowing down and it's hard, mm-hmm. but it's it's worth it. I definitely think the second half of the year you kind of recognised that mm. and controlled it in a better way. Yep. In a better manner. I can definitely see that. Um, my, the third one, my second, third, uh, having friends overseas is really good for your soul. And that was at the start of the year. Again, I'm going to reference Morgan again. She comes out for the Australian Open Mm -hmm. and we always see her every January. And she's such a great person to be around at the start of the year as well, because she's like very positive. Sarah and I always learn things from her and she's just good for the soul. It's kind of nice to like, and then you know, if we go overseas or in the same country as her during the year, you know, you go to see her. It's just kind of nice to have friends overseas. She's just got, and we learned this from the Molly Jane episode last week, a really nice energy. Yeah. So I think it's really important to have those friends that come into your life 
They're not there all the time. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just so nice. Yeah. It's really good for the soul. Uh, my one is talk is cheap. It's all, okay. It's all about actions. Okay. I've got a similar one like that. Okay. Um, example? Um, well, people aren't really aware of what they're saying, right? Mm-hmm. Never are. And I feel like a lot of people say things but don't actually mean it mm-hmm. and only their actions can show you how much they actually value you. Yeah. I think um, value lies in people's actions. Yeah. How much they respect you, how much they like you, how much they love you, it's all in their actions like talk is cheap. People can say they're going to do things like, oh, I'm going to start this business, going to do that. You know those people that talk shit? Mm -hmm. Like people just talk shit. Yep, I do. And I it's, you know what, I've I've learned it a lot in friendships. Okay. And do you probably have a point that we can talk about this. Yeah, now. I do. Okay. It's down the little thing. Okay. It definitely refers back to that. Um, it, I find friends talk a lot and their action don't have a lot of actions. They're actually, yeah, okay. Saying no and setting boundaries is life-changing. Uh, that's very similar to what I, I yeah. had. I said boundaries are... Uh, good for your inner peace. Yeah. So I just think saying no, um, I've kind of a lot of my life, and I know Sarah's spoken about this a lot on the podcast. She was a people pleaser, really had to work on her people pleasing. I think I think everyone has little elements of people pleasing. Sometimes mm. I find it's hard to say no. Um, so I think saying no and setting boundaries is very powerful. You have to look out for yourself. Um, That's so funny because one of my dot points here is people please pleasing burns you out. Yeah. And that's, I think that's exactly refers to that too. So I pop that down and it kind of goes into my next point too, which I'll say after yours. How do you, what do you think about people? Because you, you, you are a people pleaser too. Yeah, I am, but probably for different reasons Mm. to what yours underlining was for you. Um, yeah, absolutely. Like I, I know yours was much about you didn't want people to not like you. Yeah. That's more, not, much more about acceptance. Yeah, that's probably not mine. I'm probably more, I don't like disappointing people, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I don't care if they don't like me, whatever, but more, I don't want to disappoint people. Like, so then that is a big people pleasing thing because I do things because I'm like, oh, fuck, I feel bad. Like, I don't want them feel to guilty. be disappointed. Yeah. yeah. In like my work ethic or like, a lot of the things I say yes to are probably more work and career related. Like I'm pretty good. If I don't want to go somewhere, I will say no. Mm. Like I'm pretty good like that personally. But when it comes to work and stuff, I don't know. I feel like I don't want to disappoint them and I don't want them to think my work ethic is different or something like that. So I think that's where my people pleasing I could work on. Like I said, I'm very good at saying no in my personal life. Yeah. Like if I don't want to go somewhere, I'm like, no, I don't want to go. Or if I don't want to eat something or eat somewhere, I'm like, no, I don't want to go. Like, Oh, 100%. You're much better than – me, yeah, like in the set, even like with friends, you're mm-hmm. like, nah, they fucking burnt us. Like, yeah, well, I'm yeah, not I'm pretty talk good like them. that. But yeah, when it comes to people pleasing in Korea, I'm that's probably something I definitely need to work on. Um, this is a bit deep. This like not deep, but it's I'm trying to count on my fingers. Through, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go. People are going to count this and be like, you did 28, yeah. you bloody twats. Um, life is a game. Okay, explain. Well, life comes from you. Mm-hmm. So you have con- 
control to change it at any time. Yes. But what if life throws you a curveball? Like it's only how you interpret it. Your dad's health or something that's out of your control. Yeah. So then the emotions you're attaching to that situation, you can manipulate and change at any time. Okay, I agree with that, but also disagree. But that's interesting. Okay. Mm. Life's like a literal game. No, like I get it. I get what you're saying. But then I also like there's so many things that happen in life that you literally have no control. Like if it's grief. You have control over nothing. The only thing you have control over is your. No, no, no. I know. Yeah. I know. But I'm just saying like you're going to experience grief in your life. It's going to be hard to turn that off because you have to feel it. Yeah. Eventually you can. So I agree with that, but I also disagree. I get what you're saying. Mm. But like I also like there's some things that I'm like. That's your interpretation of it. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like I'm going to feel that emotion, but it might not be as easy as no, switching it off. Even just that sentence I've said is your interpretation. That's the game. No, exactly. That's what I'm saying. This is what I I yeah. don't personally agree. But then that's my, everyone, like what we say all the time, every single person is going to have an opinion, different opinion of something. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't agree with that or like and disagree. The thing is, like my mum always says, um, fuck, I'm going to butcher this, Barb, if you're listening. Mm-hmm. But what does she say? That um, in any scenarios, scenario, there's, there's two stories. Yeah, absolutely. And both stories are right. Yeah. No one, neither is wrong. Absolutely. Because, yeah, exactly what I was just saying. My interpretation, my mm. opinion is going to be very different to Sarah's. So how I think of it in my head is completely different to Sarah. Yep. And that's not right or that's not wrong. No. Um, okay, so this is going back to my setting boundaries and I can explain why. Sometimes you need to let go of someone you love after getting mistreated over and over again. Example, friendship breakups. Mm. So we have spoken about friendship breakups before on the podcast. Mind you, it's probably been one of our most popular episodes as well. Um, and it's funny, this is going to be the fourth mention of Morgan in today's episode. Yeah, Morgan true. just did a… That's because um, we saw her literally last week. And we were talking about friendship breakups when we went out to dinner. And yeah. then I think we we gave her a running theme for the this week's YouTube episode. Yeah, we did too. So she so, was telling us about one of her friendship breakups. And… Oh, I think it's really hard. I think going back to what I said previously, I had a friendship breakup this year and I had to set a boundary and with And were this person. you willing to let that friendship go? Yeah. You're right. I was done. This person had done something to me numerous and numerous of times and I just always let it go, let it go. I let her treat me really badly, say some really mean stuff about me, about my friends. And I got to a point where I was like, I said to her, I said, this is your last chance. If you do this to me one more time, I cannot be friends with you. Mm. Two, three months goes down the track. She did exactly the same thing to me as what she'd done in the past. And I was like, I did not react. I wrote back to her and I was like, she was like abusing me. I did something that I don't think I even did, abusing me, very rude. And I literally just wrote back and I said, I love you, such and such, mm-hmm. but I just cannot be friends with you. And then I, to this day, I still have a two-minute voice note in my messages that I have not opened that she sent to me after because I can guarantee you it would have been an abusive message to mm-hmm. me. I chose not to listen to that. I'm like, I'm actually done. I muted her. I, yeah, and like I said, I still, I actually was like, if I don't talk to her ever again, that's fine. 
I don't want to be treated like that. Having said that, she came back to me about three to four months later. I had done all this work and she's like, I am so sorry for you leaving this friendship and breaking up this friendship. It taught me a massive lesson and no one's ever done that to me before. And I really needed someone to do that to me because I did not treat you well. I had to do all this work and I'm so sorry. I understand if you still don't want to be friends with me, but I just want to let you know that I'm really sorry. Anyway, she wrote me this big and and we ended up talking and stuff and I forgave her. I was like, you've actually gone out and done the work and you acknowledged what you did to me. That's all I ever wanted was acknowledgement and Mm. a proper apology. And she did that. And I I don't think I spoke to her for probably about six months, a long time until I got that. And now I'm still friends with her, but I have set boundaries. I don't talk to her as much. I don't see her as much. Um, And it'll never be the same, but I needed to do that because she's not once treated me like that ever. And I was like, I am better like I know your I, own inner peace. Yeah, Boundaries, I was like, I do peace. not need to be spoken to like that because that is not fair, and that's why I got rid of her. So, I think that was a massive lesson for me for 2023. I've never really cut off a friend like that before, and it's so important to do. If someone is treating you, a friend, a boyfriend, a family member, if someone is treating you in that way, that's so funny because I have a dot point right here really? right now that t- says friendship, relationship. If it's one-sided, it's not a true connection. No. And I honestly think if you have someone, if you're listening to this and you can think of someone that is treating you like this, set the boundary, say, I love you. I cannot do this anymore. But it's hard. It is hard. Because you think, you, it, you think about. I was never happier. When I sent that message, I felt like weight was uh, lifted off my shoulders. I felt like I always was like walking on eggshells around this person. I felt like I was always worried if I did something that they were going to fucking attack me, mm. um, you know, there would be situations where I was with another group of friends and like I didn't give her enough attention and then I would get an abusive text message the next day saying I'm such a fucking cunt, you know, you are so rude, all this. It was worse than that. But I would get these messages and I'd be like, oh, she was just drunk, like she was just wasted and ignore it. And I do not, I never did anything I do not be deserve to be treated like that. So that's why when I broke up the friendship breakup, I literally felt like weight was lifted off my shoulders because I don't like getting abused. No. I'm a nice person. If I did something cunty to you, Victoria there is cunty. <laughs> that was Victoria the second Victoria was like. You better um, drop cunt in this. Yeah. <laughs> if someone, like I'm not a vicious person, I don't need to be treated like that. No, but do you know what energy-wise, what you setting that boundary mm-hmm did for you, it built up like your own mirror of self-worth. Yeah, exactly. So I that was a big lesson for me in 2023. It's okay to let go of people you love and look after yourself. Oh, uh, you keep taking – Sorry. I'm like honestly, <laughs> literally my next one here, you have to look after yourself before others. Yep, so true. Um, so true. Another one from me then. Okay. We spoke about this before. Consistency is key. Small value-based actions over time compound. Yep. So whether you're trying to get healthier, whether That's it's, referring back to my New Year's resolution point. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. So it's just like small wins stack up. Mm-hmm. You don't have to change your whole lifestyle in one go. Yep, absolutely. Or change everything in one go. Mm-hmm. It's just like just celebrate and celebrate the small wins. Whether you're trying to eat healthier and instead of having Maccas four times a week, you might have it once, once and yeah. you choose 
healthier options the other times. Like that's still a win. Yeah, absolutely it's still a win. I like that one. Um, My next one, which is number 10, if I'm counting right, um, being a good person and going over and beyond will pay you back in opportunities. Now, I'm going to explain this because we had a conversation before, no, when we are in LA about this. So I have got a tendency, and I know Sarah has a little bit as well, of going over and beyond with a lot of things or helping people probably a bit too much. If they like, do you know what? For example, people come to us and they're like, I want to do this. And we're like, we 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 have this contact. We have this contact. We can do this, this, this. And we give them a lot of information, which at the time I didn't think was a bad thing because that's just the kind of people that we are. But I had a coffee with a girl once who I work with, um, Sophia. Uh, We have the Voltari perfume. I have the Voltari perfume with her. And I was giving her an example of a business that Sarah and I are now part of. And I explained to her how the opportunities happen and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, sometimes I think I help too much. And like I go over and beyond and she's like, yeah, but if you didn't do that, then the opportunity in the business wouldn't have happened. Mm. And I was like, she's like, don't ever lose that. Like she said, if you, she's like, that is such a good quality. You go over and beyond, opportunities will come back to you and good things will come back to you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, you're right. Because that is a perfect example of something that happened to us where like I went over and beyond probably did too much or whatever. And then we got this opportunity. So she's like, never lose that. Yeah. And I think for a very long time, and I know you mentioned it, um, we're like, oh, we're two fucking good people. And yeah. I'm like, no, 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 don't say that. I'm like, if we go over and beyond with something that happened in LA where we where Sarah was like, oh, yeah, had this contact, whatever. If you go over and beyond, something good's gonna happen to us in return. So mm. don't think that as a negative thing. Karma. Yes, it's like karma. So I think sometimes going over and beyond, it's not people-pleasing, but going over and beyond and over-delivering will pay back Yep. in opportunities or wealth or whatever it is. My next one, I think it's a really common issue for most people and we've been stuck in this and it's with every factor of your life and It's pretty easy to switch, I feel. Mm -hmm. But it's don't be focused on the outcome. Yeah, that's a good one. Like we always used to focus on the outcome and even our business mentor used to, and he says this about like Alice Springs, his Mm. analogy, where are you on the journey now? And because life does go in the blink of an eye and if you're too focused on the outcome, you actually miss out on life mm-hmm. because you're not because presence only happens when you. Yeah. See, I don't think I learned that this year because I've been saying to you for a long time. Mm. I'll refer back to Lola Berry every time. She said to me once, "The faster you climb the ladder, the quicker you'll fall down. The slower you climb the ladder, you'll be successful for much longer." But not even. Ju- I'm just not even talking about business. I'm talking about life when people are like focused on the outcome of a relationship or for, like it's going to do this, this and this. How about like just being present and enjoying mm. where you are? Because if you're too focused on… What's an example for you? I can't think of an example. Um, I focus on the outcome and I used to focus on the outcome of everything mm. in my whole life and 
what was happening with me was I wasn't being present. Okay. Because too focused on where I had to be, what I was doing. Yeah, okay. Like, I don't know, even when you go on dates with people, you're like, oh, could I marry this person? Mm. You're like, fuck. Only been on like mm. a few dates with them, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but you always jump to an outcome. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then when you jump to an outcome, you have expectations. Mm-hmm. And when it doesn't come to fruition mm-hmm. or something changes, like we know that, if we've got one outcome of something and another door opens, mm. like you have to be comfortable with change with that as well. Yeah, absolutely. So it's just like can you – I think it's good to have like have a, a goal mm-hmm. but honestly you're robbing yourself of living if you're not being – like present well, in the a moment. Lot of, yeah, and I think that's a lot of people that suffer from anxiety and stuff like that. You're always like what if, what if, forward and yeah, what if. Like, it's like you awful. do you do that all, like a lot with I health don't issues. Work, but with personal, when you were referring it to personal, it's like, oh, yeah, I do that personally. Yeah. It's weird because with work, I don't. I feel like work, business and work, I know things don't go the way you want them all the time, mm. so I'm always prepared for it. But in my personal, I can definitely relate to that because I'm always – jumping ahead or thinking, oh, it's going to expectations. So with personal life, yeah, I do And we do always jump to the most negative conclusion. Yeah, yeah in personal like, life, we I had, We had a friend who um, hadn't been well and got some bad news and then had to wait like a week mm-hmm. and then the bad news turned out to be like not the worst of the mm-hmm. bad news and we were just like, we're so proud of how you handled it because you could have handled it a completely different way if you Oh, she's a perfect example that she took that with grace. Yeah. Like absolute grace. Grace is a great grace is a word of how I want to move in my life now. Maybe that could be a word next year. Grace mm. is a I I keep hearing it. I'm like, mm. yeah, it's a good word. Um, no, but I can definitely see that in my personal life, 100%. I'm going to go, so I've like always been on a good vibes, good vibration. We spoke about it a lot on the podcast this year. Good vibes equal opportunities and yeah, good vibes equals opportunities. I had gratitude attracts more good. Yep. And I think that they both relate. So that was um, 13. I think this is one of the the biggest learnings of my life so far in the 30-odd years, um, knowing yourself is the key to everything. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I just thought. I'm like jet <laughs> lagged and pregnancy. Boring you. No, no, wow, no, 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 geez. No, no, some water. No, but yes. honestly, knowing yourself, yeah. knowing your triggers, knowing like why you do things, why you don't do things, whether like what, whether it's procrastination, whether it's like why you don't apply for the job, where it's like everything, knowing how and why you move is just like the first key to change yeah. because then you can change it. Absolutely. I like that one. Um, so that was 14. Uh, 15 is, okay, this is a good one. Manifesting. I know I've always been funny with manifesting. I believe in it, but I've never really had anything. I mean, yes, there's been little things in your life that manifest, but manifesting is fucking real. So stick to it and let it go. Like at the start of the year, I created a screensaver on my phone and I had it as my screensaver for the whole year. I've actually just changed it because I couldn't read the quotes on it. I have the app I am and they send me positive quotes Mm -hmm. and I couldn't read them. So I had to change it um, to a photo of Damien and I. 
And I, so the start of the year, I'm going to do it again next year. I created a, on Canva, I created a vision board and I was like, I'm going to have that as my screensaver for the year. Again, I think I got this idea of Morgan and I, so I, in January, I did the thing I put as my screensaver and just let it go. Obviously I see it every day, but I don't think of it when I see it. Like you look at your phone, don't Mm -hmm. think of it every day. A few of the things on there, I looked at it the other day and I'm like, Oh my fucking God, that happened. I'm looking at mine right now. So, of course, like not everything happens, but um, I'll get mine up. But I've also like I obviously always believe in manifesting, but I just – Okay, so there's some things on here that haven't happened. What? But, oh, like like my dream house. Like I love that Hampton-style house. It will still happen. There was a photo of Italy. I didn't go to Italy this year. Um. There's a photo of Cindy Crawford with a microphone because eventually one day I'd love to be like do presenting on TV and stuff. But I had a little baby ultrasound photo down the bottom. Show everyone. You can see that. It's just down there. It's so easy to do. Show me. Just there, like a little ultrasound in the bottom corner. Wow. So I did a little ultrasound thing. Interesting. Yeah. What's that lady? What's that, that represent? There's a lady like in a news chair. Like a business owner, like oh, a yeah. magazine profile. We weren't in a magazine this year, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, I was in the wellness magazine for Kemmer's Warehouse at the start of the year. Oh, no, she's a presenter. She's a presenter as well. Okay. Um. So that happened in the bottom corner. I have a photo of Kemmer's Warehouse where Tally Lou is in Kemmer's Warehouse mm-hmm. online. And we work very closely with Chemist Warehouse for the podcast. Um, and there is a private jet, which I haven't been on a private jet, but that's okay. And then, yeah, they're the, and so, yeah, a few of those things happened. So manifesting is real. Manifest the start of the year, do a screensaver, put on your phone, you'll see it every day and you just kind of let it go. And that was a lesson I learned this year. Love that. Yeah. I actually got the idea from you. I've got a screensaver too. Yeah. it's And then you'll have to do a new one or you can keep that one but or do a new one. It's like. I've got like. But you've got random things on there like friends. You really need to like manifest like what you want in well, life. Well, that's all my best friends. Yeah. But like how is that? Man- what are you manifesting? Like my best friends. And then I've got yeah, the camera. What, what, what's, what's manifesting? My hair. <laughs> my house. You need to do a new one, I feel okay. like, for the next year. All right. Um, that is 15. Um, manifestation is real. That was your one, yeah? Mm-hmm. This is um, – I thought of this last night. Mm-hmm. I put up a post about like life short. You never know when the last time you're going to see like a loved one mm-hmm. is. I saw this Irish lady talking about it and she's like, you know what, I didn't hug my brother the last time. Mm-hmm. I saw him and it's just like when you think someone is great, tell them. Yeah, I love that. Even if it's a stranger, if you compliment them on their outfit, I personally believe you feel so much better about yourself doing it rather than being the recipient. It's always nice being the recipient of like, but is that you people-pleasing? No. Why am okay. I people-pleasing if I go no, up because to a stranger? No, but you're, you just said it you're doing makes it you for, feel yeah, better. Yeah, you're doing it for your own feeling. So isn't that a bit selfish? No, but don't you feel like you, you – me personally, obviously coming from my story, it's not natural for me to go up to a stranger and be like, hey, love your shoes. Mm. So I'm overcoming a hurdle mm. and growing myself 
by approaching a stranger and saying that. Okay, that's worded better because before when you said, you're yeah. like, it makes me feel better. I'm like, okay, so I, is that people It makes pleasing? myself more prouder of okay. myself maybe. Yeah. Um, and you know what? You're just throwing out those good vibes and then mm-hmm. that person can go out throw the good vibes. Mm-hmm. There's nothing better than being the receiver of a compliment though. Like if someone, like in America, they always – it, like, oh, my God, your nails. Oh, my God, your belly is so cute. Or like mm-hmm. it's – and then you're like, oh, thanks. Like, you know, there was a few rough days that I had where um, – and Sarah's like, I don't know if you want to talk about this, but I can talk about it down the track. But being pregnant and have, and being someone who suffered from an eating disorder all my teen years into my 20s, getting bigger and growing a baby is so frightening. We had this conversation probably about six weeks ago. Yeah. And it was uh, – it was – as like whatever we are, we're family. We're beyond best friends. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how, what you would describe us. Um, that was a really hard topic for me to bring up and have a mm. conversation with you about. Mm. So, and I, because I was just coming from complete care, but I mm. didn't know how you would interpret it. Yeah. But so what I'm saying is I that's been something that I had struggled with early on. And then to have someone say, oh, my God, you look so yeah. good. You look so cute. I was like, oh, I, like it kind of made me feel – I was like, oh, that's really nice that they said that because I was thinking that like I felt completely different that day. And then by someone's comment in America by saying that, Boosted I was like, you. oh, okay, like it's fine. Mm. Like and I still as much – and I talk about this all the time. Like I'm constantly um, – training my thoughts to change like I'll have negative we all have negative thoughts every day oh uh, like what I said it. before we're naturally geared to Absolutely. go negative and I'm probably more active in my head than other people um I would say well I think I am I don't know I don't I'm not in anyone else's mm. head but just from someone who has experienced mental health and, and eating disorder before I've really 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 have to work hard on turning those thoughts around and at the start of my pregnancy, and it's definitely when I started getting bigger as well, they keep popping up. And it's sometimes, it's, it depends what day they get mm. you. Like some days I'm like, oh, fuck off. And then some days you might be having an emotional day and you're like, oh, fuck, that one's a bit, little bit hard to switch. So then by having someone say that, I'm like, oh, that's really nice. That's such a nice compliment. So I do think it's really nice to be the receiver of a compliment mm. as well. You don't know what kind of day that person's that's having. That's very true. Yeah. Very true. Um, so number, I think it's 16, is look after your body. I think that's so important. I've always known this, but I think this year as I'm getting older, Sarah's getting older, our parents are getting older, it's so important, guys, to look after your body. And then also I'm going to refer to Sarah. You've had a pretty, like, and you've been open about it, a little bit of a health journey this year, mm-hmm. like trying to change things, be a little bit more holistic, Um you know, your hair growth, all that kind of stuff. And I think it's so important to look after your body. We look after our bodies a lot going to the gym and stuff, but it's also internally. 100%. And I think it's really important. We ain't getting any younger no. and there's so much more shit out there. It's no. really, really important to spend the time, money on more internal health and looking after your body. 100%. Um, that's probably been like the hair thing for me this mm-hmm. year has been a massive thing. Mm-hmm. Um and I've had quite a few girls reach out recently and just like they they seem so devastated by what's happening to their hair. Mm-hmm. And it's like 
I don't know what's going on in the world, but it's very, very common at the moment. It is. I was saying to Sarah, a girl that I know cries every single day. Yeah. Because she gets clumps of hair and she's terrified to wash her hair because when she washes her hair, she just like can see, I don't know, does it fall out more when it's wet? Yeah. I'm not sure. But she was saying, she like cries every day. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. And not that I got to cry, but like uh, when I was in LA, I was like, oh, tell, I, I'm going through a real fucking shedding season, but I'm also on this medication now at the moment where my head, hair sheds more. So it's just like, I'm like, you know what, Sarah, you can't fucking win them all. Do you want a healthy heart and do you want to be well? Mm. Like, and it's just made me probably work on the voice in my head mm-hmm. and accept myself a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like my hair doesn't define who I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think it's really important though to um, look after the insides of your body. How do you look after the insides? At the moment it's difficult because I can't really take a lot of things. Yeah. Um, like I can't really take many supplements and stuff like that. But for me at the moment, I'm just really trying to work on nourishing my body because obviously I'm growing a human. Mm-hmm. Um, so making sure that I'm eating enough and snacking or having enough nutrients, I suppose. It's really hard when you're pregnant because I can't take a lot of things that yeah, right. um, I usually would. Most of the things that I usually take, I look on the back, it's like, if you're pregnant, consult your doctor. I'm like, fuck, I can't even take this. So I think for me, just like nourishing my body. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. And with that has come slowing down with me. Yep. Um, I think I mentioned it before. Like um, what I've found from slowing down this year, one, I became aware of like my thoughts. Mm-hmm. How did you slow down? Um, literally slowing down, not spending more time at home, mm-hmm. not driving from place to place to place to place mm-hmm. to place, actively work, slowing down, not doing as much cardio and mm-hmm. hit, going to more yoga and things like that, being gen- more gentle mm-hmm. on my body. Um, I think from me slowing down, I've actually found more peace. Mm-hmm. And I think that why that happened is because when I slowed down, I've become more present. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. So it's like, and it's fucking hard. It's really fucking hard for someone who is very goal-driven and has big lofty goals. It's like, can these two things coexist? And I think they can. I think they can. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, I know they can. Yeah. Because language has power. Yeah, exactly. That should have been another point, but that can just – say that then um, language has power that's yes. probably number 20 20 um family is everything don't sweat the small stuff yep sarah and i both had situations this year with our dads that has scared the crap out of both of us mm. sarah probably more so than me but it's made me and i know family is everything i've every year i know this but this year i was just like fuck family is everything don't sweat the small stuff, stupid little shit. Like if someone disrespects me or situation comes up and, you know, you start stressing and creating anxiety about it, it's not that big of a deal. Mm. So I'm getting emotional. Oh, my God, stop. (laughs) my God, Sarah, no. Because you never think like. Oh, don't because I'll cry. (laughs) Please don't. You never think that like at the start of this year that. 
Oh my god, I feel like that. No, there's gonna be people. If I was a hugger, I'd hug you just like you on the side. Oh no. There's gonna be people that have like lost loved ones this year. And it's like it comes back to that point before. Like, if you love someone, tell them, like you never Mm. know. But if you told me the at the start of this year, like, this might be the last year with your dad, Mm -hmm. I'd be like, no, it's not. Mm -hmm. But like then when you're in it and like you're faced with that situation when the like he says his goodbyes, you say your goodbyes, you're like, fuck, it's gone too quick. Yeah. And then you start thinking and the things you wish you had a said. Like, and this is the thing with life, there's never enough time. Mm-hmm. So true. Never enough time. And um, I think that's really important. Like don't sweat the small stuff. Like if you have to set a boundary with a friend because they're treating you well, set the fucking boundary. There's yeah. more to life. Like, and I think you learned that, I learned this, where you have scares with your dads and all that kind of stuff. And you're like, fuck, they're actually not going to be here forever. No. Why am I stressing about fucking getting fat when I'm pregnant? Why am I stressing about what I'm going to eat for dinner? Why am I stressing about why that boy hasn't texted me back? Yeah. Not me. I've got a boyfriend. But (laughs) in general, like, if that's what you're thinking at home or, Uh, like, if a friend's mistreating you, fuck them. Just, it's… Like there's so much more to life and family is so important and don't sweat the small stuff. But there's also like you've got your blood family but then you've also got the family you've chosen as well. Mm-hmm. So it, like I know what you're saying but it also like it, it, they're, they're also your chosen family. Yes, but your family will always be priority. <laughs> yeah. Like I will always choose my dad. Yeah. Over oh, a friend that I've, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm always going to. It's my dad. Yeah. So like, yeah, but I just think don't sweat the small stuff because there is so much more to life and you have amazing people around you Fuck, who you love and support you. On that one. I know I've never really seen, I mean, I've seen Sarah cry, but she doesn't usually cry like that. Fuck so no. I was like, wow, that was, Solomon would be proud. <laughs> <laughs> he always tells her to, to cry. <laughs> um, uh, your next one? Um, I think that's it. Oh, no. We're not to 23 yet. Um, I can't read it from that far. Um, control and letting go when it comes to like work, money, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You only get a say in how much effort you put into things. Mm-hmm. So if it's out of your control, it should be out of your hands. And my nana always tells me that. She's like, um, if it's out of your hands, it should be out of your worries. Yeah, I love that. And And that's true. Like when it comes to – money and business and it's something that um Solomon and our mentor tells us like say we've got a goal we had a goal for this quarter it's like okay reflect on it did you hit your targets did you not hit your targets what could you have done better Mm -hmm. the only thing you can control is the effort you put in Mm -hmm. yep love that um this is something that I said before climbing the ladder slowly will pay off in the end in your career. Mm-hmm. It's going back to what Sarah said a little bit before. I just don't rush to get to a point. Like I've, I know we've done it in the past. It's like, um, it's really important to set goals. Like what you said, set goals, put in, you know, stay consistent to get there, but it's not going to happen overnight. It's a journey. Um, and it's exactly like what Sarah said before, but I think climbing the ladder slowly, it will pay off. Don't stress about it. Um, 
Again, comparison is the thief of joy. Exactly. That's, like that's one of them because it's why do you think you need to climb the ladder quicker? Why do you think you need certain things? It's ego. It's because you see other people with it like most of the time and you want it mm-hmm. or you think you're entitlement entitled to it. I think it's ego and it's also like half those people probably are not ha- – like they've got their own shit going on anyway. Yep. Um, the female body is wild. I learned that this year. I cannot believe I'm growing a human. It's crazy. Um, and like I'm halfway now. I'm 20 weeks. Do you have acupuncture today? Wednesday. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry, that was random. Um, the female body is wild. The fact that I can grow a human in my stomach is so wild mm-hmm. and I'm halfway and that just blows my mind. So it's crazy. I got my phone up because I have this one quote mm-hmm. that I found this year and when I talk talk about it, everyone's like, can you send me that quote? Mm-hmm. So that's what I was getting up So because I, I didn't want to butcher it. And I feel like we can see this a lot in people now. Mm-hmm. You're, I'm learning to read people's energies and watch their movements and how they act and things like that. And it's um, – talking about the difference between ambition and entitlement. Mm -hmm. Ambition is when you expect yourself to close the gap between what you have and what you want. Mm -hmm. Entitlement is when you expect others to close the gap between what you have and what you want. Love that. What's an example in your life that you learned that? In a lot of things. But do you know what? I've also known that I've I, I can see myself where I felt entitled in situations yeah. and I was like, ooh, I don't like that. Yeah. Okay. I like that one. Mm. I like that. Um, the la- Do you have any more? No. Okay. So the last one is those who care will check in. Ooh. What does that mean? <laughs> exactly what that says. Those who care will check in. Why do you think people don't check in? I think selfishness, entitlement. And they just purely don't value your friendship. Yeah, Why I, do you think? Do you know what? I've come to – I've watched people how um, – and their actions and their actions, like we are saying before, show you how much they respect you. Mm-hmm. But it's also a mirror of how much they respect themselves. Yep, agree. I'm just like at a point in my life that I'm like hey, – you're up leveling. You don't have time for people like that. I don't like have that. time. I'm also pregnant. I've got my own shit going on. Like, if you're not checking in, you don't care. Mm. Purely. And well, that's fine. I'm if that's how you feel, I'm quite happy to again, I've done it before, set boundaries. Yeah. Well, you've got a rule. Um, we were we were inviting people somewhere and you're like, why the fuck would I invite them? They don't know what's been going on in my life yeah. the last three weeks. I do have that rule. So I'm like, if you're, I don't know if it's a wedding, if it's like a birthday party, mm-hmm. I think we're, oh, we're talking about a baby shower. I'm like, you were putting that names. So I'm like, man, I haven't spoken to that person in like months. If they don't know what's going on in my life in the last like three to four weeks, then no. Mm. Um, yeah, because then every fucking person will be coming. Then everyone feels in, exactly entitled to come. Yeah. So if you don't get an invite for my baby shower, that is why. Blame me. <laughs> yeah, blame Sarah. <laughs> don't blame me. 
I'm pregnant and hormonal. But that is 23 things we learned in 2023. I'd love to hear um, you listening. Send us a DM. I did do a little question box. And do you know what the funny thing was? Oh, well, oh my God, that peeling thing. I Can know, you not so do it near the microphone? I can't. It sticks to everything. Um, let me get it up. So. Uh, I didn't even see that. Sorry. And if anyone wants a true insight of um, what mine and Tully's relationship is like, go to my LA vlogs because mm. Vic was just like, there was one episode where Tully was like, fuck off, Sarah. Because every day the phone's in my fucking face. I'm pregnant. I felt like shit. I was bloated. I'm like, can you not? No, Damien, learned pregnant people just sleep because <laughs> all I do is sleep. Learned? Learned. I learned uh, that pregnant people just sleep. Yeah, that's true. Another person, to be accountable, taking responsibility and saying I stuffed up when you made a mistake. Oh, that's Accountability a big is one. a good one. Thank you who wrote that one in. Um, but do you know what? Um, account- taking accountability is hard, hard, but it's very important. I think we've both had conversations with each other being like, can like just be accountable because your natural trigger is like, I didn't make a mistake. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. It's hard. Mm. It's like, and even if you know, you're like, oh, fuck, I probably, or sometimes I'm like reactive and then I'll think about it for a minute. I'm like, oh yeah, sorry, I did say that. Or Mm. sorry, I acted like that. But taking accountability is definitely hard. Mm -hmm. It's very hard. And a lot of people don't do it. I know we had Dave the Medium on the other week saying his outlook for 2024. We can't say it yet. No. Oh, the word. Oh, yeah. We've just kind of semi-wrapped. 2023 and what we've learnt, what do you think for 2024's? What well, I'm going to learn? Or? Oh, no, just like what you're focusing on. Um, I think for me I really want to focus on balance because and juggling because I think my life is going to be a lot of juggling but in a balanced way. So obviously I'm still going to be working. I'm going to have a child. I still want to make sure that I don't lose my identity. I don't want to be just a mom. I still want to be Tully. So I feel like that is a lot of like juggling and balance and just really working on not losing my identity Mm. in a way. Um, So probably a lot of personal things, but I think those personal things will help in every element of my life. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? No, hundred percent. That's like, I, I want to slow down even more. Mm-hmm. I want to have better boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you do need better boundaries. <laughs> um, no, slow down. Better boundaries. Um, yeah, I don't know. I probably and I spoke to you about it this year. I want to do more charity work again. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. So maybe I will. Love that. Yep. Love that. Well, here's to 2023. I mean, we have, I think we have two more episodes, three more episodes left of the year. We've Mm. got Beyond the Valley, which will be live. So if you guys are at BTV, as they call it. Um, Can you actually let us know if you're going to be at BTV? Yeah, because we'd love if you could live podcast, come down. Um, we are on the stage on the 30th of December mm-hmm. at 11 a.m. So we have that as a live episode and then we've got two more episodes to record in December and then we will be on holidays for probably about four weeks. Yeehaw. Yeah. So um, – And I'll be very- 
doing my new um, manifesting backdrop for yes, my phone because apparently it's no fucking good. No, well, you just need to do a fresh one. <laughs> That's true. Um, but yeah, super excited for the rest of the year. It is silly season. Not that I will be very, getting very silly. I'll probably be in bed by eight. Not this week, baby. Oh, yeah, not this week. Um, We've got one of our best friend's birthdays. And one of my best friends from Hong Kong is going to be there, so I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, but being pregnant is not fun when everyone else is drinking, but that's okay. At least you wake up fresh. Well, we that's don't. true. Well, it, but then I don't because I'm tired. Oh. And you feel, it's like you might as well have drunk. Or well, another thing I learned about this year, pregnancy doesn't look fun. No, it's not. Yeah. You had, I haven't quite sold me on it yet. Yeah. I don't think I've sold myself, to be honest. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyways. We uh, love we you. love you guys and we will see you next week for another episode of Cruise Conversations. Ciao. It's us again. We're back. It's Tully and Sarah. And if you don't know, we have an activewear brand called Tully Lou. And we have Australia's favourite leggings, but not only do we have leggings, we've got hoodies, we've got outerwear. We've got everything that you may need for an active lifestyle. So we want to give you guys an offer. If you've never shopped at Tally Lou or if you've shopped at Tally Lou and you just want $15 off your next order, you need to take this offer and it's TL Cherry, all caps, all one word, and pop that in at checkout and you will get $15 off. So head to our website. It's www.tallyloo.com or head to our Instagram, stalk our page, use the code and let's get you all in some TL. And welcome to the family. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs>